0: All right, we're here with another episode of Swag Tier.
1: I feel like that's literally the intro every single time.
0: Well, we always say, welcome to another episode of Swag Tier," and they we always talk about some kind of Pokemon news.
1: No, we don't. We say, all right. I don't even know how many all rights I have to edit out <laughs> when I'm doing the editing. I have to edit out tons of all rights. I have to edit out tons of you knows.
0: You knows.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And then I have a bad habit of like taking a big breath and then being like, um, so I got (laughs) to clear those out too. But none of the listeners will know what I'm talking about because they're all edited out.
0: Yeah. When uh, I used to do editing myself, I noted that I had a lot of weird clicks, Um, usually (laughs) right before I started a sentence.
1: I was just going to say that's still true.
0: (laughs) Right. But now that I'm not editing it. I don't see the clicks. Yeah,
1: well, they're definitely still there. I mean, I think it's just like your tongue, like, smacking around on something, saliva, roof of your mouth. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Just FYI, listeners, that's not what it actually sounds like. That's not what Megan is editing out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They'll never know. For all they know, I'm telling the truth, and you're trying to, like, save... Save face.
0: Thank God for editing.
1: Thank God I'm a good friend. Thank God for <laughs> Megan. <laughs> toot, now toot. I'm
0: distinctly trying not to make any weird clicks, but I know it's going to happen. Yeah,
1: it's going to happen. That's two to my own horn back there.
0: I heard. Yeah, well. The, the double toot.
1: <laughs> so, Pokemon again?
0: Pokemon again. Pokemon, they've just been having this non stop stream of excitement. Um, first, it was them you Uh, and then it's Celebi now.
1: Celebi for this month, Jirachi for next month.
0: What's Jirachi?
1: I don't know. It's kind of a blue and yellow and white Pokemon. I actually don't know its type. It might be psychic.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find clever ways to make words out of Jirachi but there's not really that much there. No. It's either psychic or fable type.
1: (laughs) Or human type or Or grassmon type. type, I mean, or one of the other 18 types.
0: Grassmon. We're going to wop a human.
1: <laughs> we didn't just listen to last week's episode right before we recorded this or anything.
0: No. So those jokes are not startlingly clear in my mind. So you get Celebi. Do you have to go to GameStop again?
1: No. This month you don't have to go to GameStop. Oh, thank um, God. Yeah, you just get it on the Nintendo network.
0: So I did try to go to GameStop, and did I already mention this story? No. So I actually did go to GameStop. To get one? Yeah. Do you
1: even have the game?
0: I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I went on behalf of a friend. And this is a real friend, not like the the five kids. I was (laughs) was just going to say, you went
1: on behalf of your five
0: kids. (laughs) No, a friend, independent of our podcast, told me about the Mew giveaway.
1: I told you first.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Toot toot. (laughs) (laughs) Don't edit that one out. (laughs) So a friend had asked me uh, to pick up a Mew for her. She had already gotten one, but I think she was looking one for her friend, and that's where you know, I'm only, I'm, I'm assuming she was telling the truth. That it was an actual other friend that wanted it, not one of her other five kids. <laughs> but I went to the GameStop, and <laughs> just like with Joey, I was walking home with a coworker, and I, I asked the coworker, "Oh God, can you just can you just come into the GameStop with me?" and Whatever I'm getting, just say you want one too.
1: (laughs) I'll have what he's having.
0: Yeah. So I have my coworker come in and we walk up. It's a little awkward because I was was expecting we could just walk up, ask for it, and then go.
1: That's exactly what happened to me.
0: I wish. We had to wait a few minutes because there was a small line at the GameStop and they had some weird customer service issues. And then someone had to pick up a phone because someone called the GameStop. And I was hoping it would all be worth it. Unfortunately... As I walk up and ask for the Mew, she tells me that the Mew has actually not been in stock for two weeks. What? They were just like clean out. And if I did still want one, I could put my name down on a waiting list. So I'm like, okay.
1: A waiting list for a Mew?
0: For a Mew redemption card. For a game I don't have.
1: For someone else's five children.
0: Yes. (laughs) For someone else's children. So I say, sure. I'll put my name down on the list.
1: Wait, so where did your your friend get it? Did she get it from the same GameStop? She got it from
0: another GameStop, from her own GameStop. Hmm. But she felt weird going in there again Uh to pick up another one. So I I said, sure, I'll try mine. Unfortunately, waitlist. And then the waitlist was actually just this black and white composition book. (laughs) If you remember those from when you were a kid. Yeah,
1: and also they still, some indie developers have them at, conventions like magfest where they're like oh you want to sign up for my alpha like put your name in this notebook
0: <laughs> so she pulls out this book and there are already dozens of well-worn pages oh my god where names and emails and phone numbers have been scrawled down ultimately to be consigned to oblivion because it's been weeks and i have not heard anything from this game stuff. so ultimately i never actually got that meal for the game i don't have For the kids I'm not a father of.
1: I'm looking at the Mew on my desk now that was Joey's, (laughs) and I'm wondering, is this valuable? (laughs) At least to the people of New York City, it might be.
0: Yeah, maybe it was some crazy, I don't know, density of Pokemon battlers who fight their neighbors, and so in Pokemon at 1222, what was it?
1: 1212. And and we know that Colin fights his neighbors on a daily basis.
0: (laughs) Yeah, He could probably use that Mew. Yeah, he probably could.
1: Luke said when he went that he got, like, five. The guy just, like, handed it to him. He didn't oh even have to God. ask.
0: Didn't even pretend he had kids. Right. Jeez. You got a good over in Maryland. Yeah, I guess so. So there are going to be, what, 12 months of giveaways?
1: So I think it's actually 11, because I think they skipped January, and I'm not sure why. I was kind of sad when I saw that, but I remember counting and being like, what the hell? Why is that only 11? They should have 18 for the 18 different types.
0: Huh plus the, the 19th for the arrival of the fable type. Oh, right. And that could be released in a book that is exclusively sold at Barnes & Nobles. You actually have to purchase a compilation of fables in a leather-bound tome, collector's edition, only sold at Barnes & Nobles.
1: Barnes & Nobles? Do those still exist?
0: Oh, those totally still exist. I actually passed by it on the way to the GameStop.
1: Did we have this conversation at one point in time before? I feel like someone mentioned a Barnes and Nobles to me, and is it Barnes and Nobles or is it Barnes and Noble?
0: I think it's singular. It is a single noble. Okay. There's a guy named Barnes, and he has one rich noble in his pocket.
1: I mean, I definitely have to get the pluralness of this name down right, because one of the things Joey loves to do to annoy the shit out of me was call restaurants like Wendy's and McDonald's in the singular form. She's like, hey, want to go to McDonald's? I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to tear your throat out and i mean at this point like well so in the beginning she did it because she really didn't know any better but then i explained to her that these restaurants are owned by people wendy's was owned and or is owned and was created by someone named wendy so it's wendy's restaurant like possessive and mcdonald's is owned and was created by someone named mcdonald and we went through this whole explanation and she was like oh it makes so much sense but she still calls it mcdonald and wendy and i hate it (laughs) it goes
0: to show don't ever don't ever expect you can change your significant other
1: or your significant others with an s
0: the ones i'm getting new cards for
1: uh sure
0: right i got five of those and each of those five have five kids themselves that would be 25 new cards please luke could do it
1: yeah he could he just walks in (laughs) and here you go sir
0: we gotta tag luke in this post now.
1: That's a great idea. he have his own tag. No, we can have a tag for everybody. A Joey tag, a Phil tag. A Joey tag.
0: Well, we mentioned her in the last episode as well, when we were talking about Journey to Europe, Journey Through Europe.
1: Yeah, don't remind me.
0: <laughs> I actually looked that game up on Board Game Geek, and it has a, a 4.8 rating.
1: Out of, please tell me 10.
0: <laughs> yes, out of 10. Oh, thank
1: God. Huh. <laughs> if you said 5, I would just poop my pants i don't know
0: let me uh, let me pull up some of the comments on it
1: oh those will be good
0: so it's it's actually so unpopular a game that it doesn't actually have many reviews people just really just don't care enough about it to actually post a review but they will post small comments with ratings on it
1: do people normally write reviews
0: right normally people do write fairly lengthy reviews um so I mean some of them are shorter some of them go into deep gameplay mechanics. Others are actually sort of picture stories where people will take pictures through the course of a game oh. or they'll take take pictures of the game pieces in interesting configurations. Some people even go get so creative as to use props in the telling of their review. There's a, a series called Playmobil Reviews, where they'll use actual adorable Playmobile Lego figures in explaining what the game is about and, like, mocking up scenes from the game. Super cute.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for you to be like, and XYZ are my reviews, and I stuck Rammus in there.
0: (laughs) Oh, Rammus. I'm looking at him right now, along with Cottontail Teemo. Super cute.
1: What about a Christmas story for this year?
0: Hmm. I should get back on that train.
1: You should. You enjoyed that so much.
0: That was really fun. Hmm.
1: Background for our listeners?
0: Background for our listeners is that a couple years ago, I participated in Reddit Secret Santa. The idea of that is that you are paired up with someone you don't know, and they are tasked with sending you a gift that they think you would enjoy. Uh, A lot of times there is light stalking involved because... They're given your Reddit username, and from there, usually they can find out more information about you, especially as since they need to send something to you, you have to provide an address and a name. I mean, maybe they didn't really look it too hard, uh, but I do.
1: This would be a perfect thing for me to do.
0: I think you would really get a kick out of it. My no shame
1: stalker <laughs> skills. Oh, yeah. Now we need a Henrison tag.
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely go a little overboard with the stalking. I mean, it's not physical stalking, it's looking through literally every post that they have for at least, I want to say 200 posts, as well as trying to find them on social media, etc, etc, to get a better idea of what they're like and what they would enjoy.
1: And you already know where they live, so it's great. (laughs) You can just show up and stick a camera outside the window. Gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, do you have to have a certain number of posts in order to participate?
0: You don't. In fact, you don't have to have anything at all. Oh. And actually most of all of the times I've participated I've banked on them not actually reading what I post on Reddit because I mostly post about <laughs> video game deals or video game trades and instead I take the opportunity to write a challenge to the gift giver there's a small section in like about me where you can write where you can write anything you want your secret santa to know
1: Yeah, so that was going to be my next question. Like, do you give them any information? But it sounds like yes.
0: Yeah, there are, there's a small questionnaire, optional, of course, where you can put down your shirt size, your favorite color, what TV shows you like, if there's a favorite game, if there's a favorite movie. I usually take these opportunities to say, oh, I moved into my first apartment, you know, just a, a couple months ago. I would love a housewarming present. Or this time it was, I travel to conventions five times a year, I'd love something that could make my convention experience better and that I could take with me. What'd you get? This year, I got a USB battery pack. Oh, great. So that is pretty useful. Unfortunately for me, uh, or unfortunately for the Santa, I actually already own like a dozen of these. (laughs) I was waiting for that to come out. (laughs) (laughs) I own USB battery packs in all shapes and sizes, whether it's lipstick chargers or credit card-sized chargers or really heavy-duty melee weapon bricks that can power a laptop. So there is actually no place in this collection for another gift, and I ended up re-gifting that at my own Secret Santa event, or rather my own Yankee Swap event with my friends. Uh, that said, I did use that gift and write up a post about it uh, using pictures, of course. And that's where the story comes full circle. So the year before that, I had received a Rammus stuffed plush toy from League of Legends that actually had a, a battery and a speaker inside. Now, the character in the game is, if you don't know what it looks like, I guess an armadillo?
1: A spiky ball.
0: Yeah, think of like a spiked armadillo or a spiked turtle um, that waddles from side to side and actually only can say a few words. So normally when uh, you're moving a champion around or when you select the champion, they'll say something like, let the light flow through you. Or or, I'll move there with haste or your will, my hands. But Rammus actually only says very simple phrases. When you click on him, he says, okay. Or when you, you click on him to go somewhere, he'll be like, all right. right." Mhm. It's super cute. And we'll link in the show notes. So I received a ramus that actually you could squeeze and he would say just, okay. All right. I thought this came from my secret Santa as there was no, there wasn't like a gift note in the package at all. At all. And I wasn't expecting it. Nobody told me about it. So I was like, oh man, this must, this must be it. And over a snowy weekend, I got so excited um, about this and about being able to post about my gift uh, as one of the facets of Reddit Secret Santa is that you're encouraged to post what you got and let everybody see, let everybody vote up or comment on how awesome your gift was, how thoughtful it was, etc. I took it as an opportunity to make a creative image series out of this, uh, which I will also link in the show notes. Now, the series was really popular, actually, but a couple days later, I got a message from Megan, which just said, are you sure that Rammus was from your secret Santa? (laughs) (laughs) And this is, I would say this is an atypical tack for Megan to take. Usually.
1: Yeah, I was, I was literally just thinking, are you sure that's all I said?
0: (laughs) There might have been several question marks.
1: (laughs) With a space in between them. Probably from my phone.
0: Yes. Uh, There's a single question mark, a space, and then three more question marks past that. I would normally have thought you would have just said, I also sent you a Ramus," But no, you just said, are you sure that was him? And (laughs) I got you just immediately. And it was like, "Um, no, (laughs) I guess I don't. (laughs) And so you can take over the story from here.
1: What else is there to say?
0: Oh yeah. Megan sent it to me. <laughs> oh, well,
1: I figured that was inferred.
0: <laughs> so I had to make a quick follow-up image series um explaining, "Well, nope, that actually wasn't my present. It's this small USB charger."
1: <laughs> oh god, I didn't I didn't realize the USB charger was the the gift that came, that came that same year.
0: So, oh my god. So, oh my funny god, story. that
1: person must have been like, "What the F, the f is this?" <laughs>
0: So uh, so this gift was actually, you know, maybe three years ago. I got a USB charger that time. I got a, a couple lipstick chargers. Um, and I actually did use those uh, for a couple of years at PAX until I decided to graduate and uh, buy fancier ones. But not only did I get them three years ago, I got them this past Secret Santa as well.
1: I think you need to put a note in yours that says, No more USB chargers, bitches!
0: <laughs> I tried to put notes about, like, oh, I already have some noise-canceling headphones. I already have um, this and that and this and that. Noise-canceling are headphones? So- aren't
1: those expensive? Yeah. Who the hell would get you noise-canceling headphones? Unless you ended up getting, like, Bill Gates or whoever. Wasn't there one of those ones that Bill Gates was the secret Santa?
0: Yeah. Usually there are there are a few uh, celebrity Santas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bill Gates. I think The Rock.
1: Maybe Swag Tier One Year.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea, actually. We should sponsor a Secret Santa event.
1: That would be fantastic.
0: Hmm. We got tons of swag.
1: You got tons of swag.
0: <laughs> and I have a mew. Oh. <laughs> if you could only see the swag vault I have.
1: Is that um a good segue into what's on your desk?
0: <laughs> That's a perfect segue, actually. Uh, so this is a, an occasional segment, maybe, that we'll have? Yeah,
1: a new segment that we're trying. I've figured... Well, I was inspired by a game that I've played at bachelorette parties and, like, baby showers and stuff that's typically for girls called What's in My Purse? And I'm sure girls play this all over the place, probably at the bar when they're drunk. And uh, (laughs) the point of the game is to be like, I have more shit in my purse than you. So the last time I played this game, we got, like, a little scorecard, and it had a bunch of stuff on it, like you know whatever you'd find in your purse like keys credit card blah, blah 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 and you would get more points for rarer items like if you had three keys on your key ring and only one was yours like that's a more obscure <laughs> scenario
0: did anyone hit that mark
1: i did actually because um, i had a key for my flipper at work and which is obviously not my property it belongs to my employer Hmm. And then I had a key to my parents' house, which is obviously not mine, as I do not pay that mortgage. And then a key to my house, so that's three keys. Huh.
0: What's a flipper?
1: It's just a, uh, like a cabinet that's locked, or that you can lock. That's the purpose of the key.
0: Where does the name flipper come from?
1: I guess because it...
0: Nothing seems to actually flip. It's not
1: a cabinet like you would imagine, so, like, think there's a door... And the door, like, lifts up, and then you can push it into the top, like, horizontally. Oh, got
0: it. So So it's like a garage door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That actually makes sense now. All right. So, Steven. Yes, Megan?
1: What's on your desk? Which is the variant of this game that I was going for, because I don't think I ever took that full circle. We played this awful game, What's in Your Purse? And for me, I played What's in My Pocket, since I don't carry a purse. Mm -hmm. And now I was thinking we could try a different version of this game called What's on Your Desk?
0: So to give you a, a visual sense, I have an L-shaped desk. So I'm only going to focus on one portion. And because this episode is already kind of long, we're only going to focus on one small slice of the desk. This is probably a multi-part segment in itself.
1: Well, great. Then we're setting ourselves up. And you have to tune into next episode if you want to find out <laughs> what else is on Steven's desk. Just the idea of that <laughs> makes me laugh. Like, who the hell would <laughs> tune in for another episode just to see what's on your desk? <laughs>
0: So we save it to the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. And we could just skip this part. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Um, Oh, but this is a good tack too. So coming from the top of my desk, um, I have a sort of multi-tiered shelf. And on that top tier um, are a few trinkets. So the first is a chibi version of the Team Fortress 2 Engineer. Oh, cute. That was actually from Leafcrate from one of these paxes. I think... PAX South from last year. Hmm. So PAX South 2015.
1: They just added seven more countries, by the way, to their uh, listing of places that they do subscriptions.
0: Oh, geez. Yeah.
1: So now Mexico, Argentina, Colombia, Chile, Turkey, Japan, and South Korea can join in on the fun.
0: I didn't even realize this was an international affair.
1: Well, I think that's new, but good for them. They're obviously doing really well.
0: Do you think it's the same box?
1: You know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I want to know what's in the Japan box.
1: Well, ask Mikey to sign up.
0: That's true. That could be uh, my birthday present to him, which I just ruined.
1: I still owe you another birthday present. All right. Maybe I'll get you, I'll get you, Luke Crate <laughs> Japan.
0: Well, you know, my parents, uh, my mom, and my aunt are actually headed over there. Um, I think sometime in April.
1: Yep. April 9th, for sure. Because I just told Mikey that KCON, the uh, K-pop convention that I go to every year, uh, just started this year. They started an Abu Dhabi one and a Japan one. And I told him he should go to the Japan one. And he said, oh, no, mom and aunt are going to be here on that day. (laughs)
0: So that chibi engineer was from the Loot Crate booth, actually. Um, I had read on their Twitter that if you stopped by and mentioned that you were a subscriber, um, they would give you some extra swag in addition to the swag they already gave you just for coming over.
1: Was this not an option at this last year? Hmm. Why didn't we do this?
0: I, yeah, that didn't cross my mind.
1: Oh, you're the swag master. You should know these things.
0: <sighs> what a waste.
1: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Mikey should have told us. He was the one doing the... Reddit. Yeah,
0: honestly, Mikey was the swag master. He figured this out before I did. I was just like, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) So it's small, it's adorable, and it's uh, it's a nice reminder. It's a nice memento for that first year of PAX South.
1: I'm totes gel.
0: (laughs) I'll send you a photo. You guys will make even more gel.
1: Put it in the uh, show notes.
0: It's going to be a packed show note. Wow. And then the only other thing I'll mention uh, for this episode is that Um, In addition to that engineer figurine, I have a handmade clay figurine of a chess piece. It was actually made by my friend uh, Joanne, who asked her friends to submit stories for her ceramics final project. So Joanne's project was called Lost and Found, and she asked her friends to submit stories of loss, whatever that meant to us. My story was from middle school, actually, when I would say I was a lot less mature, um, but I was still smart and I would say more prideful than I am now. So I told Joanne about how I had been sort of cream of the crop of my middle school chess club. and
1: That's so not like you.
0: Yeah. Small school, not many people. But I had a mind for it just because I had the patience and logic to to look through every possible move for a couple turns ahead. And for maybe the first time ever, I had lost a game and I was just an awful loser about it. An awfully sore loser. I told this story and I told her about how I really regretted how I acted that day because I I could have been the better man about it. I could have said, you know, congratulations. Like, that was an amazing game. I'm really proud of how far you've come. I would love to play you again.
1: But instead you knocked all his pieces to the floor. Yeah. Did you really? No. Oh. (laughs) I was like, wow. Oh, my God. This is a part of you I just don't know anything about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that was the story I gave. No piece knocking over. But in return... Uh, she took that, uh, took my story, and literally forged it into a part of her project, um, which was a king. So there is a small ceramic king chess piece on my table right next to the TF2 engineer.
1: That's pretty cool. <sighs> took us a long time to get there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's another episode of Spiked here.
1: Yo, yo. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> Goddamn it, Frisbee.
1: No! Shut no. up! <laughs> shut up! Bark!